everybody. My name is Hope Wiggs. I'm the Children's Ministries Coordinator at Boston Avenue Church. And I'm Caitlin Drake, Director of Communications here at the church. You're listening to Faithful Families at Boston Avenue Church, a podcast where we dive into a different Bible story or Christian concept in simple terms the whole family can understand. Today's episode is about the Lord's Prayer. Have you ever heard of the Lord's Prayer? If you worship God in a Christian church, you have probably said it before, or maybe you even have it memorized. But do you know where it came from or what it all means? In today's episode, we will answer these questions. Hope, I am so excited to talk about the Lord's Prayer with you today. My first memory of faith experience is actually saying the Lord's Prayer with my parents at bedtime after being read to because I was still small enough to not read on my own. So this is just extra special and fun for me. Well, I'm so glad you could join us then. Let's start with prayer. Prayer is talking with God. Prayer helps us feel closer to God. And prayer is special because we can talk to God about anything. We can pray to thank God for happy things. We can pray to God about things that make us scared or worried. We don't always get a direct answer to our prayers, but God is always with us and listening. There are so many ways to pray. What ways do you like to pray? When do you pray? I think these are good questions for any age, including our adult listeners. Hope, what about you? I pray at church on Sunday mornings with the entire congregation during worship and during children's chapel during Sunday school. I pray at the dinner table before eating, and I also like to pray silently at night before I go to bed. There are so many ways to pray, and they are all okay. It all depends on what helps you feel close to God. The Lord's Prayer was a prayer given to the disciples by someone very special. Do you have any guesses on who, based on the name of the prayer? It was Jesus. The Bible tells us all about Jesus. Have you ever heard of him? There are a lot of stories about him in the Bible. Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God, sometimes called Lord the Lord's Prayer. He came to teach humans how to live well. Jesus had a group of disciples. Disciples were people who followed Jesus and wanted to know more about him, including how he prayed. Jesus taught them a special prayer, which we now call, you guessed it, the Lord's Prayer. You can find the Lord's Prayer in the Bible. Jesus probably taught different versions of this prayer. We have a couple of versions written in the Bible. One is in Matthew's Gospel, and one is in Luke's Gospel. If you have a Bible near you, you can open it up right now to Matthew 6-9 or Luke 11-2 to find two versions of the Lord's Prayer that we find in the Bible. Today, Christians all over the world pray the Lord's Prayer, and different faith communities 
have their own way of saying it with slightly different words sometimes. We are going to say it now, and then we can talk about each part. If you know it, say it along with us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Okay, if you have never heard that prayer before, you might be pretty confused right now. And even if you've heard it a bunch of times at church or said it at home, it still might seem kind of like a grown-up prayer that is hard to understand with lots of big words. A lot of the words in this prayer are not used very much by English speakers living in the United States today. So let's break it down piece by piece, and I think we will all have a better understanding of the meaning of the Lord's Prayer when we're done. So what's the first part, Caitlin? It starts out by saying, Our Father. All right, yes, Our Father. And this is showing us that God belongs to everyone. We don't say, My Father. We say, Our. We use the term Father because God sees each of us as a beloved child. He wants the best for all of his children. The next part, Hope, is, Who art in heaven. So this is kind of hard. Yeah. People spoke very differently when Jesus was alive. It was a long time ago. So they don't mean art like when we think of paint or scissors or projects with glitter, which is my favorite art supply. Those are fun. It really means who is in heaven. And while nobody knows for sure what heaven is like, the Bible gives us some ideas. This part reminds us of the greatness of who God is and that God is over the whole universe. So our Father, who art in heaven, what comes next? Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed is another old word that we don't really use today. It means God's name is special and holy. God's name deserves respect and love. So by starting the prayer this way, it helps us remember anything we speak to God should come from a place of love and respect, and that talking to God is something that is special and holy. So the first part of the Lord's Prayer is, say it with me, one, two, three. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So that first part, the beginning of the Lord's Prayer, is all about reminding us about God. God is the creator of the universe who sees us, each one of us, as his beloved children. And we know he is special and we love him. What other words would you use to describe God? Ooh, great question, Hope. I think... We know that God is the creator of the entire universe who sees us as beloved children. So to me, I would describe God as loving mm -hmm. and as present. He's here and can see. 
Those are great. If you all have any words, you can talk about them with your family as you listen. Now let's talk about the next line of the prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Today in the United States, we do not have a king who rules over a kingdom. But when Jesus was alive, that was pretty common. And he was teaching the disciples that God was greater than any ruler or king. Thy means your, and we're talking to God. So your will be done means God's will. And will is a word that is similar to want. So it's about what God wants. In this part, we are asking, your kingdom come, your wants be done here on earth like it is in heaven. So you might be wondering, what is it that God wants from us? The Bible gives us some good clues and examples. The Bible says to love God and love one another. God's kingdom on earth would look like less powerful people still receive the care and love that they need. All people will have joyful lives and be treated kindly. This is God's will or wish for us on earth. And we all have a part to play in making God's will be done on earth. Do you have any ideas of how you can help God's will be done on earth? Well, I think an easy one is to be nice to other people. Well, maybe it's not an easy <laughs> one. That can sometimes be hard, especially when people are mean to you. Mm-hmm. But being nice to others is something that I know God appreciates. Yes, being kind to others is a great one that we can all practice every single day. Do you have any ways that you are helping God's will be done on earth? One thing that I think is helpful is to give to others who need a little bit more care or support. In July, here at Boston Avenue Church, we're collecting food items for one of our mission partners, Cooks and Hills. So that's a great way that we can make sure that everyone has what they need to have a joyful life here on earth. I love that you brought that up, Hope, because it's so connected to the next line, which says, give us this day our daily bread. Our daily bread is not just a piece of bread. What? But everything we need to survive. God provides these things through the people in our lives. And we say our and not mine again, because we pray that All of God's children will have enough through those who have more than enough that they can share. Yes, that is so important. The next line says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You may have also heard it said using the word debts instead of trespasses. Just depends on the denomination. Um, But here at Boston Avenue, we use trespasses. Have you ever done something wrong to a friend or a family member and asked to be forgiven? I know that I have. We all make mistakes, but God will always forgive us. His love is unconditional. That means there is nothing you can do that will make God stop loving you. Nothing. So this line in the Lord's Prayer helps to remind us 
that we need to forgive other people when they make mistakes too. Remember who gave us this prayer? Jesus. Yes, Jesus. And Jesus taught us in the Bible how important it was to forgive other people. So this line is giving us another reminder. The next line is kind of hard. It's, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Temptation is wanting to do something you know you should not do. Actions we should not do that would cause pain or harm to others. But we are all tempted sometimes. It's part of being human. In the Bible, we learn that even some of Jesus' disciples wanted to follow their own way instead of God's way. We can ask God to help us live how he wants us to. Evil means wrongdoing that hurts other people. So in this section, we're asking God's help for us to resist wanting to do things that we know we shouldn't and wrongdoing that hurts other people. Mm-hmm. We can all use some help and reminders in that because sometimes it can be hard. Like we talked about earlier, if someone was mean to you or if you're having a bad day. So that's why going back and praying to God can be so helpful. The last part that we are going to talk about is for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. This part of the prayer is called the doxology or word of praise. Not everyone says this part of the prayer. The doxology forms for us a beautiful ending where we are praising God for holding all power and beauty. Saying a prayer all together like this, like we do with the Lord's Prayer that most people know, helps us as Christians feel part of a community and feel connected to each other as a group that is all centered on God. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together one more time. And as we say it, think about if it makes a little bit more sense now that we've broken it down piece by piece. Say it with us now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Okay, now we have a couple of trivia questions for you. See if you remember what you've learned. So the first question is, who first taught people the Lord's Prayer? Was it A, Will, B, Jesus, or C, George Washington? Oh, Hope, I think I know. Okay, what do you think it is, Caitlin? Is it B, Jesus? It is. It was Jesus teaching his disciples the Lord's Prayer. 
All right. The second question is, in what book of the Bible can you find the Lord's Prayer? Is it A, Matthew, B, Genesis, or C, Acts? That's a hard one, Hope. I think because it was the prayer that Jesus gave to his disciples that it would be in Matthew, since Matthew was one of his disciples. That is correct. The answer is A, Matthew. And as we talked about earlier, it can also be found in the Gospel of Luke, but that wasn't one of the choices. <laughs> Thank you for playing trivia. I hope you learned something that will help you feel closer to God today. If you live in the Tulsa area and want to learn more about today's topic, we will be exploring the Lord's Prayer during the month of July here at Boston Avenue Church. And we will have opportunities for all ages to learn more about this prayer. We'll also be learning about the Lord's Prayer at Vacation Bible School this summer, which is July 22nd through the 24th. Call the church at 918-699-0121 for more information or visit our website, www.bostonavenue.org. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember, you are a beloved child of God. Portions of this podcast were inspired by Illustrated Children's Ministry and Power Express Curriculum.